everybody. Welcome to Three Fat Truckers. We're your hosts. I'm Bill. Joining me, as always, are my two fantastic co-hosts, Dave and Steve. How's it going, guys? Morning, morning, my friend. Hey. Good day. Enjoy the show, everyone. Fantastic. It is episode 19, I think. Uh, we're still at it. 38 in spite of ourselves. Uh, 30, 38 weeks. 38 weeks. Gosh sakes, man. Yep. You're about full term then. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Dave. <laughs> the next show is the last one he's going to be able to count. I know it. <laughs> Unless he has a six digit on his foot that we don't know yeah. about. I will come up with a solution by then. I promise. Something like, like you, well, said, you said something like cool an, abac- an abacus or something. Yeah, I got, <laughs> got an abacus to help me count the episodes. I, I truly was off last night. I was working on the website. Haha, <laughs> segue. I made a new website. Uh, <laughs> they uh slide right into that, Bill. That's pretty good. Hey Dave, you know what he needs hanging on the wall behind him is like when you go to the deli or meat counter now serving one, <laughs> two, and we'll just count the shows behind That's him. That's a way. good idea. I, I'll have to, I'll, I, I will find one and mail it to you. Need to yeah, find one with four digits, when you walk in there. Huh? Well, it's, it's, one it'd go to ninety nine. We have four digits. Listen to you. Well, Damn I'll, right. I'll buy one that has two, di- three digits, and then I'll buy a second one after we get to that nine ninety nine. You can put it beside it. <laughs> can you get a green stamp machine too, so you can peel off the green stamps? Do you remember those? Yep. Yes, green stamps and S and H was the like yellow ones, wasn't they? From yep. the lowlies or. Well, I think we talked about this before, Bill, about your Mamolis. mom. Didn't yeah. your mom do the stamps and stuff? My mom did not, oh, but my, my aunts did. did. My mom, my mom did, yeah. Mom my mom didn't. didn't bother. I don't, but I don't even remember. I was too young to remember exactly what they're actually good for. Was there like a catalog to trade them right. in on? Catalog, just like the wish book back in the day. Uh, well, here, we'll come catalog. back to this. Keep going, Bill. Sorry, website. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so for some time I've been talking about, well, here and there, been mentioning that I was retooling the website, and I am pleased to announce as of today that the uh, website is completely rebuilt from the ground up. Uh, it was just some free little Google thing where I slapped some stuff together. That way we had something out there, but now we've got a proper website that's running on a computer here in my basement. Um, it's running on a computer the size of a deck of cards, but I think it, it runs fantastic. Um, the one thing about it, you can listen to the show from the website, directly from the website. You've got links to all of the, uh, I think I got most of the platforms that we're on. And then there's links on there for the socials as well as the email. And one thing you can do now that you couldn't before is you can leave comments directly on the post page for each episode. So and how do you do that, Bill? Because I'm well, looking at click it on the click on the where it says episode 18. Yeah. And then scroll down to the bottom. There's a comment box down there. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Well, good. I'll start criticizing myself. Now, if you, it doesn't just go on there without us moderating it. I, I, we will, if you leave a message, we'll get an email and then somebody has to actually go and look at it and make sure it's not something nasty. 
and then w- once that happens, then it gets added to the stream. Oh my and, God, you're censoring our and group. On I, if, it's, that's how it works by default. I don't know how to turn it off. If you have negative comments, send them to one eight hundred Merkel Press. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna send those straight to Dev slash Noel. Oh, and I'm still have a GoFundMe page. If anybody <laughs> wants to donate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, go for a donut. Or you just put it right on my Facebook, whatever. Put it right on his face, people. Just put it right on his face. Uh, Let's go to the GoFundMe page for donuts. I got, there we go. Just take me out for donuts. I'd be for donuts. Oh, I picked up some apple fritters yesterday, Bill. Mm -mm -mm. I got apples. I I found a recipe for you, Dave. It, look, it looks really delicious and really simple. They took a whole can of uh, the like Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. Yep. And instead of cutting them into quarters, cut them into eight smaller pieces. Throw yep. them all in a pan, and take a can of apple pie filling, pour it over top, and bake it. Yep. And it apple was like one. Bi- oh my god! It looked delicious and simple. I seen one where you take an apple and you just <laughs> pop the core out of it. And then and sm- and smoke weed out of it. Yeah, I did that. I mean, I know somebody that did that. <laughs> You're a truck driver. You can't smoke weed. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm retired. <laughs> well, debatable there, but <laughs> <laughs> you work a lot okay. of hours. I did say retarded, retired. not retired, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we got in the news, Bill. I don't know, Bill. No idea. He's trying to wake up. He's no idea. He's still getting the sleepy out of his eyes. Oh. I woke up at three o'clock and was working on some show notes, and I'm like, "Why is Bill up?" <laughs> well, all you both of you got your cursors up there, so I had to put my cursor up there by you too. Yeah, I I was getting rid of some of that stupid. Every time I look at these notes, there's always a stupid amount of space all the way at the top of the first page that I've got to get rid of. Oh, wait till you get what I typed. <laughs> Uh, I try doing that sometimes, and then sometimes it just fights with me. And I'm like, I oh. just stop making paragraphs. It's just one lump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we do have a little bit of news. Real quick, first though, we're uh, we are actually recording ahead of time, um, almost an entire well over an entire week before this. Yeah, we're actually recording on Saturday, October fifteenth. Um, the show will release Sunday, October 23rd. None of that matters because it will be after that by the time anybody hears this anyway, but, uh, um, website is three ftpodcast.org. Uh, email is show at three ftpodcast.org and we're on all the socials and there is a reliable way to just get directly to that from the website now. So without any ado, 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 ado to, uh, the news. And it looks like, um, <clears throat> the title of the first article is FMCSA. Fun. I guess we're going to talk about personal conveyance because, uh, there's there's a little bit of um, contention and controversy and misunderstanding well, about what personal conveyance can actually be used. I for. don't think anybody uses it the correct way. No, I'm I certainly but, don't. But and I know when better. you when you read this. I mean, I haven't read this yet, but I'm sure if it does give the description of what it exactly is, it won't make sense. 
to you, and, it, and they never it never does. It does and it doesn't. It it actually gets the most common questions when you're up there. Well, what get, what answer. gets me is is all the automated logs that are in about every truck now. Yes, they're all different for what it will let you do far as hitting personal conveyance and. The stuff that you enter, like sometimes they say you can't, you can still have a trailer on, but it has to be empty and you you can't, you can't, if it isn't empty, you can't advance the load. You can't go to your home terminal to go go home for the week. I'm saying that's what it used to be. Yeah. Well, what they're saying now is when I went through this and I watched the video, uh, we'll go through and read it, but, uh, home terminals to drop trailer lots there's no time limit and there's four basic rules you got to follow in this and entertainment food and what it is is when you go into your tablet you have a little comment spot that determines what the officers have to go off of no matter what you write in there if you write you I'm think about paying. it when it was paper logs you didn't have to put no comment for nothing that's true, but they've made oh. new laws since paper logs. Uh, so why are you yeah. arguing about something that's forty years old? <laughs> well, it don't bother me at all because I don't have to do that. It. Yeah, I'm done so, with it. That's all changed. That's you guys get to play with all that fun stuff. Every time you say something like that, Steve, you just tempt fate that much more. No. <laughs> I mean, mm-mm-mm. well, go ahead and give it her a, give her a whale there, Mister Bill. All right. So personal conveyance. Now we're getting this information is coming from www.fmcsa. It's the direct people that wrote it. DOT.gov. FMCSA dot 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 gov. <laughs> That's why I paused for a second. I was, I was like, all right, somebody's messing Remember, with like me. I told you last show, <laughs> I I read it as you're saying it. And when I don't hear it in my head the same way I'm reading it that you're saying it, mm-hmm. it messes it up. I can promise you I'm probably and, almost never going to say anything the way it sounds in your head. And, and, no, as I'm reading. And you've modified right in the middle of his reading. <laughs> Here we go. All right. So personal conveyance is the movement of a commercial vehicle for personal use while <laughs> off duty. A driver may record time operating a CMV Let's just say right now, CMV just stands for commercial motor vehicle for those that are not keeping up Uh, for personal conveyances off duty. Only when the driver is relieved from all from work and all responsibility for performing work by the motor carrier. The CMV may be used for first personal conveyance, even if it is laden, meaning loaded. Since the load is not being transported for the commercial benefit of the motor carrier at the time, which that's debatable. Um, Personal conveyance does not reduce a driver, a driver's or motor carrier's responsibility to operate a CMV safely. Motor carriers can establish personal conveyance limitations either within the scope of or more restrictive than the guidance provided as follows uh i'm gonna we're gonna have the show notes in the audio only version of the show you can go and look i if i remember i will try to put a link in the youtube page 
so that you can go and follow the uh there's links here to more information that um, helped a lot of guys out yeah i've been through all the links already so i want to read this real quick to see if it's appropriate to read for this purpose uh for recorded presentation okay yeah so there's a there's a link here for a recorded presentation that provides an overview of the revised personal conveyance guidance now when the word guidance is used that is basically the rules the corresponding powerpoint slides are available here okay so there'll be another link for that um, there'll be a link for answers to frequently asked questions regarding personal conveyance and FMCSA's recent regulatory guidance. Um, Which are basically right below we're going to read here. Okay, we're going to, yeah, we're going to get into that right now. Uh, so the way, so if anybody's ever went to the FMCSA, the, the way these things are written are in like a format of question and answer, like a Q and a, because some, some lovely individual decided that instead of just giving us the freaking rules, Facts. yeah, they, they thought they had to write it out in some silly, like a caricature. Um, question 26, under what circumstances may a driver operate a commercial vehicle as a personal conveyance? And the guidance is as follows. A driver may record time operating a commercial motor vehicle for personal conveyance, i.e. for personal use or reasons as off duty only when the driver is relieved from work and all responsibility for performing work by the motor carrier. The CMV may be used for personal conveyance, even if it is laden, since the load is not being transported for commercial benefit of the carrier at that time personal conveyance does not reduce the driver or the motor carrier's responsibility to operate the cmv safely motor carriers can establish personal conveyance limitations either within the scope of or more restrictive than the guidance such as banning use of a cmv for personal conveyance purposes imposing a distance limitation on personal conveyance or prohibiting personal conveyance while the cmv is laden so in other words these are rules that an individual carrier can add or or layer upon the uh, guidance that the FMCSA puts out there. Yeah, and everybody has their true company rules that they can. Company rules can tell you how many miles if you're allowed to do it. If you're allowed to go, home yeah. Well, let me tell you what your company says. Mine, the same thing yours used to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I I was asked. Oh, never, never mind. You sure you can't get back? Oh, I'm still 14 hours away. Well, can't you PC it? <laughs> uh, yes. yes, I can. Yes, you can. So what, what we have to mention is that some carriers. Because I really um, got to have that trailer back for. <laughs> yeah. Some carriers, you've got more than one person in the office. And when you have more than one person in the office, <laughs> you have more than one opinion of how personal conveyance should be used. <laughs> Person A, for example, that he was referring to, wanted that trailer back. Person, let's person see. B that signs the checks will give you a dirty person email. B or person B, that person B will get you every time. 
and person then you got to call person a and that b stands for a few things and then you got to you got to call person a and say you take care of person b for me Except person, and person A, a says, "Oh, I'll take right care now. of it." Person I'll take A care is of it. a little bit big for his britches sometimes. <laughs> person B, oh, this man, is all uh, fictional B. or not? It's, it's, it's not fictional not, at all. Hey, <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be one or two of y'all that know, and they're all. Yes, there is. And once you pick yourself up off the floor, <laughs> laughing yourself to death, we'll <laughs> move on. Well. Uh, I think the letters fit each one too. B was for B and A was for A. Yeah. No, I did you catch that? I yes, yeah, I yeah, did. Like a double entendre right there. Did you get that? Whoa. <laughs> Problem is, Whoa. K stood over all of them. <laughs> K trumped it. Okay. Except K don't know what that is. Okay, he don't know. <laughs> well, no, Dave, you, you have like a capital A and a lowercase A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep capital A out of it. We think we should move on from this topic. I think we should. At least Dave and I should. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, they still got my number. I'm sure I get a message. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't got my W-2s yet. (laughs) Steve, what did you guys mean by person B? Stop, Bill. Stop, Bill. Stop, (laughs) You know you can't make no money. I, on I can give you a shovel. You're just digging. Hotel. You're digging your hole pretty deep right now. <laughs> and me and Dave was t- talking uh, about this the other day, wasn't we, Dave? About remember what we're talking about on here. Far as I don't know if that person watches. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Guarantee yeah. nobody yeah. that we're talking about watches. Oh well. Remind but, me. Yeah, remind me when we get done. I'll talk to you about something. I will be. I will be delighted if we get in tr- trouble for this because that means that more listeners. People, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Feel free to donate to the show. Yeah, considering I haven't asked him yet. Right. <laughs> We've only said nothing but good things. That's right. Okay, Bill. Yeah. Nail it. Examples of appropriate use of a CMV while off-duty for personal conveyance. The following are examples of appropriate uses for CMV while off-duty for personal conveyance include, but are not limited to, uh, time spent traveling from a driver's in-route lodging, such as a motel or truck stop, to restaurants and entertainment facilities. So you can drive this thing to the bar and it don't so as that, far that was, as you when want. I heard entertainment facility, that's what was the first <laughs> thing I heard in my head. Want no limits. Right. That's- uh commuting between the driver's terminal and his or her residence. Yes. Between between trailer drop lots and the driver's residence, and bet- between work sites and his or her residence. In these scenarios, the commuting distance combined with the release from work and start to work times must allow the driver enough time to obtain the required restorative restorative rest. <laughs> Say that, that three times. Tough getting out. <laughs> Not any worse than the dot, dot, and dot, dot. Rest, rest, restorative rest as to ensure the driver is not fatigued. Uh, time spent traveling to a nearby reasonably Reasonable, safe location to obtain required rest after loading or unloading. The time driving under personal conveyance must allow the driver adequate time to obtain the required rest in accordance with minimum off-duty 
periods under 49 CFR 395.3. Property carrying vehicles are 395.5 passenger carrying vehicles. Before returning to on-duty driving and the resting location must be the first such location reasonably available. Moving a CMV at the rest request of a safety official during the driver's off-duty time. So if a cop wakes you up on an off parked on an off-ramp and you've got to move, you're going to do it. You're, you're going to be, you ain't going to be happy about it, but it'll be legal. But, and it's also a security guard tells you at a location is the other example. Uh, right. Says you can't park here overnight. They don't want you there. You, you have to time your day out different bill and quit getting there so damn early. Cause you just no, went through this. <laughs> it's the idiots that park in a rest area in front of you where you can't get out of your parking spot when you're ready to go. Well, that's just driving there. And they go, well, I can't move my book. Won't. <laughs> you're that, moving. That's, that's, that's just you and drivers. That has nothing to do with the government. They could care less who parks in front of you. <laughs> no, but they'll be like, well, I can't, my book won't let me move. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Guess what? You used yeah. to have a problem with that a lot more than I ever did. I, I never just, had nobody. I, I don't. They always like to park you in. in or the, well, you quit taking the bad spots. <laughs> I got to take the biggest spots. Well, that's because you all that big stuff. Yeah. The truck alone. <laughs> the truck alone was a bit of a faff. 325 incher. Yeah. Man, I like in this dump trailer work. I can stop at any place. Oh, you dude, you can get in anywhere. <laughs> I can get in and out. It's like sweet. Little I'm getting barbecue in places that they never seen a truck in. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh. the best week I've had for like, oh, man, let's just. I've I'll ate just... barbecue every day of the week this week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you was on a seafood diet. Oh wait, well, yeah, we, we see we that too. See the food and we dieted on it. That stuff is everywhere down there, man. <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, okay. So time spent in a motor coach without passengers to en route lodging, such as motel or truck, truck stop, or to restaurants and entertainment facilities, and back to the lodging. In this scenario, the driver of the motor coach can claim personal conveyance provided the driver is off-duty. Other off-duty drivers may be on board the vehicle and are not considered passengers. That means we can all jump in my truck off-duty yeah. and we can go get a beer that we're not supposed to be drinking and driving while we're getting that good barbecue. With mm -hmm. or without a trailer, it doesn't matter. So... Uh, number six, time spent transporting personal property while off duty. So, like, if you steal something out of somebody's yard, yeah, and you need to get it, get it home, yeah. Okay. Um, authorized use of a CMV to travel home after working at an offsite location. Boy, you know, there is a lot of room for vagary and all this. You know, there is. That's why I brought it up here, but. What they tell me, and as I went through this, you all have a comment spot on your brand new nice logs that we have to keep. And it's I just how put four stop. dots on that. Huh? I just put four dots on that well, line. Well, that's that's not the right way to do it. I'm not giving up information <laughs> that can be used against me. Uh, you can fly a kite. <laughs> they say how you list that is how the 
the law officers determine of how he rates it if you're off. So, Don't put nothing. I, can't determine nothing. That's true. It's all interpreted. And then he's got to ask you and you can make it up on the go. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because I need to see well, this officer first. <laughs> the biggest problem is out there also is these officers. Uh, uh, you might uh, have uh, one uh, out of 10 uh, of them that actually knows what the rules are. Also, I was told without having to look them up or guess. They said, make a copy of these and put them in your truck. <laughs> yeah, I had a conversation that remember me talking a few episodes ago where I got level four there in uh, Terre Haute. This was a topic of conversation between the guy and I, and, and he printed me up a little thing because he was talking about it. Because I was telling him some of the uses that I may or may not have had for personal conveyance in the past. And he, no, 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 that is just I, the number one golden rule, okay, is you cannot be advancing the commercial vehicle. Right. In other words, you're not, well, anytime you keep going and you're still heading towards the same direction that commercial vehicle needs to go, you are advancing the commercial vehicle. Yeah. Because, well, when I mean, you're on a highway, you either can go back or you can go forward wherever you're trying to get. I mean, that's why it's so vague because they're saying, you know, it's. But they did it that way just because you can't put a time, you can't put a limit, you know, like Steve yeah. said. He'd been downtown Chicago loading a piece of equipment and out of hours. What do you do? You sure ain't going to sit along 94. Keep on trucking. <laughs> so. All right. You want to wind this down or you want to keep talking yeah, about no, it? Or... We, we pretty much went through. I mean, there's a whole thing of examples below it. So, But also, you got to remember, like I, Indiana, I'm pretty sure the last time I checked, a DOT officer makes about thirty-eight to forty-two thousand dollars a year and gets a vehicle to drive. That's not that high paying of a job to really. I think you still take your job place. seriously. I wouldn't think for what the job they have to do. I thought they even got rid of the DOTs and they just put it all on the state cops. No, no they still, got DOTs. Still motor carrier, motor carrier enforcement. They are state cops. They're just a type of state cop. That's yeah, because it used bit, to be a separate, a whole separate thing. The one, the one guy I talked to said something about the hardest thing is to get motor carriers hired to work because everyone they hire eventually goes to the academy and becomes a state cop to make more money. Well, right, yeah. It's so they have they have a hard. That's why I when do you do job. see the motor carrier guys, it's usually the guy that's sixty years old and looks like us, fat, and he can't well, get underneath. He can't even get down. Yeah, he can't get underneath. Yeah, yeah. doing the underground. Yeah. Hey, but being in the garbage business, they don't like climbing under garbage trucks either. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't like crawling underneath the bull rack. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody wants Cattle shit on them. Cattlemen and garbage men yep. don't get a lot of underneath inspections. <laughs> yeah, anyway, okay, Bill. All right. Well, let's go. Let's move on to a little news. What do you think? Yeah, a little comedy news, I guess. It's right. serious news, but got some comedy aspect in it. So, pileup involving six tractor trailers reported on Pennsylvania Interstat. Imagine that. It was on the Interstat. Interstat in Pennsylvania. 
Ah, there it is. Well, Interstate. I didn't put it on there, but and I'll help Dave out. He likes to correct everything I put up there. <laughs> this is from CDL Life. October 14th. I do not. October 14th, 202. By Ashley. <laughs> we don't know who Ashley is. But in the in the year 202. Of our father. But it is in the right spot, so. Year 202. The year 2025. Hey, we're. There you go. I'll help you. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Be so careful, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> a major, <laughs> oh, a major multi-vehicle crash was reported in Greenwich Township, Pennsylvania, on Friday morning. The crash was reported around 7:30 a.m. at mile marker 35 on westbound I-78 in Berks County. According to Pennsylvania State Police Trooper David Boehm, Boehm, I apologize. I'm the worst person in the world at that. Oh, him? Yeah, I guess. Beham. Beham. <laughs> we'll go with that, too. The crash involved six tractor trailers, one sedan, one and one pickup pulling a horse trailer. At least two people were injured in the crash. Trooper, oh gosh, I got to say it again. Trooper Beham said that no injuries to the horses in the trailer. Yeah, that's the first thing we care about. Yeah, not the uh, people, the horses. Oh, God. Welcome to 2022. The cause of the crash is under investigation. Then I've got an entire empty page and a picture. Ooh, let's go ahead and share that picture here. Oh, there's a couple like that on here for this. I've never seen that happen before. Well, and I would assume the guy that's in that tractor is dead. Uh, I don't know. All we know, the horses didn't die. <laughs> well, when so, you got the tandems on top of the semi, all the way back to the, the trailer. All the way to the trailer. You know, it ain't like he's driving. Remember the old anteater Kenworth with the real slope nose? <laughs> well, it had a sleeper on it because you can see the side door. It could have must have been international because you can see that type of door. Man, that milk hauler must have been backing up awfully fast. And they're all five of them are in the passing lane. It looked didn't even spill the milk. Oh yeah, it looks terrible. Or break an egg. The uh, <laughs> he went that's right that's, up underneath yeah. that thing. Yeah, man, never seen that before. That, seen him go through it, never and under. It, and it's a tanker, and it couldn't no have wonder. been. A, it wasn't gas. I mean, or it, there would have been. Well, yeah, I don't know if he broke it. The other thing I wonder is. Um, yeah, the sleeper stopped it. The trailer must could have been bouncing when he hit it at just right timing. You know, no, because it's got to be empty. You ain't you ain't launching a loaded trailer up over it, cab. Yeah, so if probably, he's hit, yeah, probably not. Yep. No, he had to. Be, they, that tanker must have been reading his TikTok feed. And, well, or, or, or think, making or making one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who would do something like that? Not while you're rolling. No. <laughs> I tell people no. Some, somebody, I wasn't moving. They were somebody moving that's close that to day. you always puts on her, hey, good driving to doing that. Right. Hey. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that, dickhead. Um uh the pictures because I care it's because I care, Bill. Yeah. The pictures were comical. That's why I put the story up where I'm like, 
didn't tell if anybody died. We know uh, horses are good. I bet that that guy had to have, dude. There's no way you're going to survive a set of duels running right through the freaking front. You say that dude. now, but I weird. See that I just so he was really skinny. He wasn't a fat truck driver if he survived. He's got to be a skinny one to lay down on, on the floor. Boy, no, it's right one there. of them wiry little dudes. It's like yeah. five foot five. And can... I watch him Rex over in China where the car hits a truck and the truck falls on this little Whoa. skinny guy with a bike and then he walks out the other side. It's like, ow. <laughs> you know? know? So, What's this other one? Oh, our hauler involved in crash one. and flagstaff. And this is... uh. From the Duncan Phoenix Digital Reporter. Well, I went through Trucker Life had it, but they didn't yep. have much of a story. And I'm like, no details, no nothing. Well, then I did some more research and got Channel 8 in Vegas that did have told us a little bit more and then given well, up. Well, all you got to do is once you find a headline, just Google that headline and you'll That's get what the, I did. the main news story from wherever it happened. But yeah. the only two places I've seen was Channel 8 and this. Hmm. So. Hey, they're on your side, Dave. I know it. Update. The story has been updated to include information provided by the Arizona Department of Public Safety. Las Vegas. Dateline Las Vegas. Las Vegas native and NASCAR driver Riley Herp's car hauler appears to have been involved in a crash on its way to the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. The hauler is operated by Stuart Haas Racing. In a video taken by Sprint Cup driver Spencer Hill, the number 98 hauler is seen leaning over half the, of a road. The cab of the truck is also seen in the video being dug into the dirt shoulder up against the barrier. Uh, ooh. Hill wrote in Twitter, holy cow, not good. The 98 Xfinity hauler was... Involved in a bad wreck in Flagstaff, Arizona on Wednesday afternoon. Hopefully everyone involved is okay. Uh, and there's an image here. There was a video from Twitter that I did not post here, but that's what. I'm going to, I this these show notes will definitely, well, I'll link to it in the YouTube and then it'll be, it'll be sitting on the uh, website. Yeah. Um. Eight News Now spoke with Hill Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday evening, and and he said the driver of the hauler was transported to a local hospital for further evaluation. Co-driver is okay. Stuart Haas Racing released the following statement on the incident earlier today. In the number ninety-eight, na- let me let me say it NASCAR style. Earlier today, number ninety-eight NASCAR Xfinity Series hauler of Stuart Haas Racing was involved in a single vehicle accident. On Interstate 40, a few miles west of Flagstaff, Arizona. Rubbing <laughs> The truck had two occupants, and neither was seriously injured, although one was taken to a local hospital for further treatment and observation. No Here's other it. details what, regarding... What do they do when they observe them? I don't know. Let, it, let him finish the update, and then the jokes will come easier. Okay. <laughs> I promise. No other details regarding their respective conditions are available at this time. SHR can confirm can confirm that speed was not a factor in the crash. While the rig was damaged, the hauler and its contents appear relatively unscathed. 
plans are already underway for a new rig to hook up to the hauler and drive it to Las Vegas Motor Speedway in time for the Xfinity Series hauler parking at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time on Friday. And there's a picture of a midget standing. Oh, no, it's a guy on his knees. Okay. Next to the uh, trailer. Trying to figure out. Trying to figure out how am I get my fat ass under. Man, how am I gonna go on ahead and get down that dang I'm on over that dang I'll get that that boom 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 boom. Watch him go around circle, man. Tell you what. Turn left. Turn left. Making another left turn. NASCAR. I know a lot of you watch NASCAR, so I ain't gonna say nothing real bad. Yeah, I'm a NASCAR fan, so yeah, yeah. Go down a little bit there and finish representative. it up. A yeah. representative from the Arizona Department of Public Safety, my lips are getting sore, uh, said that the driver of the tractor trailer <laughs> told him this. <laughs> Keep reading. Yeah. <laughs> I'm building up. <laughs> that Okay. A representative from the Arizona Department of Public Safety said that the driver of the tractor trailer told investigators that he fainted behind the wheel. Officials say the driver was traveling at 75 miles per hour westbound on Interstate 40 before losing control of the truck and striking the guardrail. It doesn't appear the vehicles were damaged, but unknown on the damage to the truck said Bart Graves with the Arizona Department of Public Safety. Investigators say the driver was taken to a hospital for evaluation and his condition is unknown. The roadway was closed for several hours, officials say. Okay. Okay, I got questions. Well, I got a statement. (laughs) When they say he passed out, you know, I'm sorry, everybody. First thing you think is he fell asleep. Right. There's no way to prove whether he passed out or fell asleep. Right. So they're going to say passed out. That way he don't get a ticket for falling asleep. Okay. So if you and me are trucking together and I pass out, why don't you reach over and smack me? He's got I would imagine, I imagine that he's crying, he was crying in the bunk. Sleeping. Yeah. Sleeping. And it looked like he drifted off the edge of the road there and he got sucked in. I know and right where he's at. Stuff. Yeah, the soft. Yes, stuff. I know right where he's at. And the speed limit 75 there. He wasn't speeding. He was doing yeah. everything, but he just drifted off a little. Well, and you think about it at face. 75, it you, you close your eyes for a second. Boom. Yeah. That's a long way. Yes, it just is. Closing eyes for a second. So if but, he passed out. Yeah. If you, yeah. if I'd have posted all the pictures or, well, the other pictures. Oh, yeah. I, I seen a bunch of them when I was looking through stuff the other day. There's a, there's his teammate parked right behind him that's, you know, stopped. And I'm like, well, they, well, they're racing. never, well, sometimes they're bumper to bumper traveling, but a lot of times there's, yeah, they're, they're they a few miles road. between them. Yeah. So, so. okay, Bill. Well, at least he, he was, at least he wasn't hurt. I don't like seeing the guys get out there yeah. stuff like that and get hurt and shit, though, too. So, yeah. So, and Bill, say it. <laughs> say it. If you had some teeth, your lips wouldn't be so sore because you could break the suction a little easier. Well, that wasn't even nice. <laughs> what did I say? I, you, you know, I, I'm well aware under. of where these things are going to go when I, when these things come out of my mouth. I know, <laughs> and in, yeah. I, I know. I know how these things work. Anyway, he falls off the show. If I didn't give you a hard time, nobody else would. 
Right. Right. Can't have any fun. Exactly. Oh. If we can't tickle each other's fancy. So nobody's going to do it for us. So are the we virtual. a little bit more knowledgeable about NASCAR guys driving off the road and see if him see if he was personal conveyed? He wouldn't have to worry about it. <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he, he wouldn't have been advancing the motor vehicle. No, That's but right. you've seen that he drove for Stewart Haas, which Stuart is Haas, Tony Stewart. Yeah. He was pretty good at running off the road too. So, well, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> he know how to put him. He know how to put people up against the guardrail. Well, that's what they used I to say. Oh, he got he got Earnharted. <laughs> he got Earnharted. That's that daggum old NASCAR talk yeah, right there. Put him against the, that's right. the wall. Who's your sponsors? Yep. Oh, so are you ready? Hold on. I got to get my score card out here. I don't know what I did with it. Yes, folks. It's time. We literally have to stop just so you can do something. No. You said, hold on. It's time again, folks, for another episode of Is It Real or Is It Steve? Or Is It Steve? Yeah. Oh, hold on. (laughs) Here's, Here's last week, folks. Yeah, it, it, for those um, of Bill, you that Bill, Bill would like to frame that, I think. So. For those of you that didn't watch last last episode eighteen, I need you to stop what you're doing right now and go watch eighteen <laughs> because I won. <laughs> okay, uh, so we've got to start over. I think here. Well, you could have just drew a line and continued down. So for really, is that what we was going to do? Okay. <laughs> Um, here, so, I mean, by now everybody knows that most of these articles are going to be about somebody putting something in a hole in their body that probably not necessarily, um, there's going to be at least one article where somebody shoved something it shouldn't be. And did it happen or not? Okay. So here's our first article. Are we ready? Doctors find 55 batteries in woman's body. Highest reported number ever. <clears throat> Surgeons milked in, in quotes. <laughs> I can't. Uh, four of the cylinders from her colon. <laughs> Oh, God. You're not even done with the sentence. Keep going. Surgeons milked four of the cylinders from her colon to her rectum and then retrieved them from her anus. The anus. The anus. The one and only. There is, after all, only one. Okay. The terms emergency and triple A typically cannot connote a roadside incident. Certain doctors in Dublin, however, are unlikely to ever associate those terms with anything but a recent surgery during which they found dozens of batteries in a 66-year-old woman's colon and stomach. A report of the incident published Thursday in the Irish Medical Journal detailed the patient's arrival at St. Vincent's University Hospital where an x-ray revealed the foreign objects in her body. Miraculously, none were obstructing her gastrointestinal tract, according to live science. Doctors you know initially, huh? You know why? Huh? Trying to get the energizer buddy out of there. It, apparently, the battery died. So, wah, wah, wah. Um, 
Miraculously, no, 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 no. doctors initially decided to wait in hopes that she would pass the batteries out of her body naturally. Though she released five AA batteries in the first week, subsequent x-rays showed that most were still stuck inside, and the woman began experiencing abdominal pain. Well, no way. Really? Huh. After realizing that her distended stomach was hanging above the pubic bone due to the weight of the batteries, surgeons cut into the abdomen and successfully removed 46 of them. Unfortunately for all involved, Four additional batteries remained trapped in the colon. As described in the report, doctors milked them into the rectum to remove them from her anus. This brought the total amount of batteries she ingested, both AA and AAA, to a whopping 55. To the best of our knowledge, this case represents the highest reported number of batteries ingested at a single point in time the journal article said while the incident certainly inspired curious bafflement the report reminded readers that the ingestion of batteries is a serious albeit unusual method of self-harm its authors noted that the act can cause severe issues including mucosal injury perforation and obstruction The potential of cylindrical batteries to result in acute surgical emergencies should not be underestimated, the report said. And then they're, oh, my. Look at that. Those look like shotgun shells. Um, Or Band-Aids. Yeah, there's a picture here of an X-ray of all of the said batteries. Well, what batteries were still... I don't know mm. about this picture. Real, yeah. Um, so your first Billy Boy. I don't know about is, the picture, but the the article is real. Dave, what? I'm rattling the brains because Bill's got it right. Yeah, it's true. It is. That was the picture that was with it. That is from the Huffington Post. Okay, or not up post. Is what not trying, not trying to be. Uh, what's the word? Uh, hopeful Smart in the hopeful? next generation. But I literally watched somebody on TikTok this week have a metal nose ring on and put the nine volt and put a nine volt. <laughs> it shocked the shit out of him. Yeah. I That's like, what TikTok is for, kids. <laughs> oh, it's I like I'm like, putting on the bark collars and barking and it's talking it's shit like maybe there's hope, maybe not. I don't know. Well, this well, next, we can't get any dumber. I mean, oh man, I shouldn't have said that. I uh, have said don't that. you remember the tot the tide pods? Oh yeah, yeah that was pretty. Come dumb. on, let's see if we can eat. Did soap. you not see the guy on there that said, "Let them eat them." Well, we're gonna wean them out, weed them out, you know. So. You know, in ancient times, they would throw them off of a cliff if they were gonna, if they were gonna bring down the rest now of the village. You know, that, that was Lemmings, Bill. Yeah, well, uh, and and stupid people let them fall off the doggone cliff. We put fences up now, that way we yeah. can keep the stupid people alive. Because oh God knows we need more stupid people, right? <laughs> because you know they go and. By yeah, yeah, what's something yeah. stupid people buy? Um, what's semi? 
<laughs> yes. Well, well, you asked. You had to make it personal, didn't you? <laughs> All right. Here comes number two, folks. Mm. Testicle Festival, Montana State Society offers all the balls you can eat. And I think I know what they're talking about. $20 buys all the bull testicles you can eat and whiskey you can drink. I'll sell you what? 20 bucks. I'll skip the bull testicles and all the whiskey I can drink. I'll give you $40 to leave them testicles over there. So I don't know. Uh, you know shit down with something. There's quite a big big deal offered in D.C. this weekend, assuming you have the balls to stomach it. On Saturday night, roughly 500 people are, are expected to gather at the Arlington chapter of the American Legion for the 7th annual Montana State Society Testicle Festival, also known as Testy Fest. <laughs> uh, okay. The Juice Frontier Delicacy hey, is a special joy for Northwestern folks living inside or just beyond the Beltway. Um, hmm. For just $20, 25 at the door, the festival offers all the Crown Royal you can drink and all the balls you can eat. Festival organizer Brittany Bowliu Bowliu says, uh, "Bull testicles, that is, also known as Rocky Mountain oysters or cowboy caviar." Festival organi organizers say the event will have sixty pounds of pre prepared bull testicles, sliced, fried, and peeled to perfection. If the event seems foreign to your typical night out in D.C., that's because it's actually a big sky state tradition. It's a great party in Montana, uh, Baulieu explains. Why not try to recreate the same thing here in Washington? It's unlike anything else out here. I don't like the story. I, I imagine they taste good, Bill, but I bet you got to boil the piss out of them. <laughs> And there's an afterbite. Oh, I forgot that previous story. I think that lady was just trying to get a sparkling personality. She's trying to get oh, a spark God. out of life. Okay. So if you're new so, to the show, I hope now, I hope you give us so another when chance. You stumbled up here, Bill, and it said inside the beltway. You're still thinking that the, I did the same thing. You're thinking it wasn't. The beltway they're talking about is in DC. Yes, I knew that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was getting confused because it sounded well, see, because it says seventh annual what, Montana State Society Testicle Festival. This is what yeah. Of if it's so it's true a society in DC. It's the Montana emulating that is the Montana. Okay. Yeah. All right. I get I'm I'm on so, your level now. And oh, fake. No, you're Fake, fake, the fake, 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 fake. Yeah, uh, was, was twenty five dollars too cheap? Was it? <laughs> what <laughs> <all you>? is, <laughs> I, I, I listen to the snobs that live in D.C. They ain't drinking whiskey, 
and they're not eating bulls. Well, yeah, that was the other thing. Whenever, <laughs> whenever an article comes right out and says Crown Royal, that's got Steve written all over it. Yeah, so that is a good old boy festival, and it ain't in D.C. Yeah, D.C. <laughs> Tennessee, <laughs> Wyoming, I'm in. Put me in. I'll go. I'll have a great time. But D.C. people, not happening. No. So what we got? Fake. I, I got a no. Fake? Yeah. It is real, but it is from 2017 is when this article, when I found oh, it. So this was true. <laughs> and it, it, came out, it came out of the Huff Post again. Yes. I found a couple of decent ones. Okay, so are they still running this festival today? Well, as of 2017, that was their seventh annual. Okay. So I don't know if they're still doing it or not. This that was the article I found. Might be worth a quick but Google. I'll tell you what, for 20, 20 or 25 bucks, all the crown I can drink. He's got two computers in front of him, and he's Googling it's, on his phone. It's like this. Well, yeah. Phone works. Bull testicles. Oh, that was good. <laughs> I mean, I just, I now. just wouldn't get near the testicles. It's kind of like doing a snake bite cream, for the salt and a lemon, and just drink the tequila. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's gotten me in trouble too. I think you get a kick out of reading that one though. Yeah, when it says twenty dollars or twenty five at the door. <laughs> well, now, Dave, what did you say? Did you say it was real or fake? Because I said it was, I said it was fake too. We both lost. Okay, so we both lost that one. So yeah. So we're so, tied. We're tied still. Okay. okay. You're going to like this one. All right. Uh, spilled KY lube leads to evacuation of Alabama post office. <laughs> oh, look, folks. Folks, I'll look. Say- look, I want you to listen carefully. This certainly didn't make the mail come faster. Didn't it? I just... I outdo myself. I'm sorry. Sliding them packages right in the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. A post office in Guntersville, Alabama. It's a very Alabama sounding name. Uh, was evacuated Tuesday after some KY intense arousal gel leaked out of a package and spread throughout the post. Passage. Good Lord. Package. Package. And spread. Arousing. It wanted. <laughs> <laughs> no gel had that in it <laughs> i've seen some they they got a lot of different flavors um leaked out of a package and spread throughout the on your office. bread with peanut butter what the hell well i mean they it's do have white jelly <laughs> peanut butter and ky put this Probably in your five arm chili buddy i tell make you my, what you be making my tongue hard <laughs> yeah, it make my lip to tingle. Goodness. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Funny thing, I can't feel anything in my mouth. Um, <laughs> but my tongue slides around. Right the package leaked out of the package and spread throughout the post office at about 9 a.m. WAF reported. W A F F. Not knowing what the slippery substance was, post office officials evacuated the place and called in hazmat. <laughs> Slide on in here, boys. We need help. <laughs> Two employees felt sick after coming into contact with the gel, according to AL.com. They were hospitalized but are now in stable condition. Additionally, 12 to 15 other packages were contaminated with the material. The gel was 
addressed to someone in the entertainment industry, according yeah, to the yeah. Associated Press. The recipient's name has not been released. United Postal Service Postal Inspector Tony Robinson told AL.com he has no idea why the employees felt sick since the substance was proven to be non-toxic. However, Amazon.com reviews for the product state that the gel burned to a painful degree and caused a rash. Officials say the post office will contact the sender of the gel and instruct him or her on how to properly stuff it in to how to properly stuff it in to prevent future pack packaging mishaps. Apparently they weren't using enough if they were getting around. <laughs> I'm calling fake on this one because I mean how many gallons of that stuff would you have to have to make that kind of splash? We're splitting the thing. I think it's real. Uh, this story is by uh, Hillary Hanton at the Huff Post. It's true. You just got on the Huff Post and just no. It's just when I I search state to state and every state. Hey, don't make fun of the Huff Post. No, they don't make fun of Florida show. life because that's that. our best stories come out of those two. That was pretty funny though, wasn't it, Bill? Mm. <laughs> so it's true. Yes. Yes. So hold on. Well, hold on. Just wouldn't be right if I won. Well, you got one more to redeem yourself. If uh, you won last week, how many damn times you want to win? Oh uh, yeah, only one. <laughs> you think life is fair? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I scratched my itch. Walmart blaze causes nine eight point nine million in damage. Authorities say. Joel Lee Reynolds carried a long-standing grudge against his local Walmart in Lebanon, Oregon. His friends would tell police. Rather than boycotting the business, Reynolds used motor oil and chlorine tablets to ignite a noxious blaze in the Supercenter swimming pool aisle in May, prosecutors said. The fire caused nearly $9 million in damage. It took 10 days for the store to fully reopen. Well, that's not bad. Uh, according to court records, Reynolds sent a text message to a friend on the day of the blades. I scratched my itch. The message said he was sentenced to seven years. Because he, he should have swung by the post office before he went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> Fake. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Fake? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go fake, too, because I figure there's chemicals in the pool aisle where he said it. There'd been a, like an explosion. I think it would have took longer than 10 days. Uh, it is Real. true. <laughs> I knew. It's from the Oregonian. Oh, I not the Huffington Post. Okay. I looked up. I could have put a lot more on this and the guy in his picture and everything. I looked it up a little more and uh, it sh it showed the the blaze and everything like that. But so yeah, he, what what Walmart are we talking? What part of this? Lebanon, Oregon. Lebanon, Oregon. Okay, is so it we're like still Lebanon, we're still Ohio. Huh? We're still tied. Uh, no, it's 
you're both wrong. It's one to two. You got one, Bill. Oh. Dave got two. Uh-huh. So Dave had two wrong. You had three wrong. Oh. So. No, he's right. Yeah. Don't, he's right. don't, don't seem disappointed. You knew how it was going to go. <laughs> yeah, I knew what this was. <laughs> but guess what? They were all real stories, all four this time. Yeah. Remember I told you it could be all fake, all real, half and half, one, three, you know, whatever I feel like coming up with. Well, fantastic job as always, Steve. But I don't know. I thought these four was sort of funny far as, you know, the stuff we cover. And oh, stuff. the batteries was the best. Yes. But that was the picture. That was the picture. going to be really funny in a week when you hear it. <laughs> well, Dave, I, I'm pinching the cord here. And I'm going to oh. say a bunch of jokes, and then I'll let it go, and they all come out at once. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that NASCAR story won't be old by then. Yeah. I mean, they've already raced three races. Time. <laughs> uh, probably. That. that picture with the bat, what, you when he said it looks like shotgun shells. Yeah, after you said it, I'm like, yeah, it does, sort of. It does, so, I thought it was banded. That, I said, Wait, that, like that was the picture that they had with the story there. I actually, what I seen it, I thought it was band-aids. And, and I, and well, I they showed the ones that they pulled out of her stomach all laying in a row. And from the acid in the batteries and your acid in your stomach, they were they were starting to turn and get corroded and stuff. I mean, that bitch can eat some hot sauce and not affect. Well, they, it's, <laughs> that story itself. There's other stuff like that on the internet, but far as people wanting to harm themselves by eating things, there's people that drink bleach, toilet mm-hmm. bowl cleaner. I mean, all that kind of stuff, and they. End up going to the emergency room and have to get stomach pumped or something. No, like, it's an, it's an bathroom. honest sickness. I but, mean, it's yeah. I went they'll to eat the batteries, they'll eat glass, they'll eat you know metal, you know whatever. And it's, it's not always it's, it's not always a mental things. problem either because there is this. There's one person that, that likes the flavor of the batteries. They can't get enough of it. Yeah, there's this condition that well, makes people eat I, dirt, and it's a it's a yep. blood disorder. Well, well, I hate to say this on the batteries. Where they get the iron out of the dirt is what they do. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder the if the battery thing, thing is. is I, I'm a licensed crane operator, and I kind of hit some overhead wires once, and I had 77,000 go through me. And that taste will stay in your mouth for a long time if you're wanting that electrical copper taste. Are we still talking about electricity? Yes. Okay. okay. So if you're you eating, do, you, do, you do know there's a joke like that, Bill, where the guy walks in the bar and he says, "Line me up a hundred shots of whiskey." And he says, "What for?" He says, "I'm." He says, "What you doing?" He says, "I'm celebrating." He says, "I just got my first BJ." <laughs> the guy says, "Well, hell, let me buy you one." He says, "If that first hundred ain't gonna get the taste out of my mouth, that next one won't." <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so that, we are up over an I hour, believe it or not. For a while. Um, yeah, we're at an hour, two minutes. So let's. Uh, 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 we did get an email on. from our from a friend of the show, Michael Gray, aka Chunky Monkey. Yeah. Um, not having a good week. Had a, not a good Friday. No, doesn't seem like he's having a good time. Yep, hey, yep. Bill, Steve, and don't touch it, Dave. <laughs> yes. I'm still alive and trucking and working more than ever. Thank you, Steve. They'll want you to work more with the new truck. You cursed me. Ha ha. <laughs> I told you, dude. If, you, if you're a specialty, you're the one that's working. Yeah. 
Yeah, Steve knows a little something about that. Yes, I've been doing six days a week with Sunday. Steve has a ghost. Uh, six days a week with Sundays, my only day to get things done. Listening to episode 16, talking about construction zones and the zipper merge. Well, I'm here to tell you, as someone that works in these zones, that most people don't have the brains God gave a goat unless they program it into the smart cars. Proper spacing and merging will never happen. It's what I call the me first syndrome. Hold on, got to get fuel. So apparently he was writing this and he wanted us to know that he'll finish later. Um, you were talking about the old school ways of trucking and it got me to thinking about the Boomtown truck stop and the casino. I got a story about that here in a second. Uh, Boomtown truck stop and casino out past Reno. There used to be pictures in there on the walls, of course, of truckers in the early years of OTR gets you to thinking about if you could have made it through like they did hell i mean heck most of the t- most of today's drivers wouldn't know how to drive without their gps's and cell phones well i got to get out of here for now and wish you all a good evening keep the shiny side up the dirty side down and keep on keeping on this be the one chunky monkey we gone now hold on Chunky Monkey posted Friday morning. He got up and he got on Facebook live and he had the typical, if anybody's drove truck, we've done this morning for a Friday. He gets in his truck, he goes to fire it up and the batteries are dead because he left the lights on. All it's night. usually on Monday. So, and you leave so the refrigerator usually, on all weekend, Dave. Right. Yeah. He's left the lights on <laughs> all week and, um, and he's sitting there in the dark going, five in the morning. The mechanic's an hour and a half away. <laughs> Is he going to get me somebody closer? I mean, it's the wet beat the dog look. Oh, yeah. Somebody <laughs> somebody behind you has got superpowers is messing with your brick wall. Yeah, I know. He just walked in the door. So, yeah, we have. Um, yeah. Did you ever watch that video on our Facebook thing of the old truck stop where they're paging a driver to come up by a cb handle and they're giving the ladies doing the full news report of the truck stop and given it was pretty neat it was probably a good five six minute video but mm-hmm. yeah you have to check that out it's like from the seven back when they called your room hey your bunk room's ready drivers yep. yeah. oh come get your yeah. bunk room that's what it was well real yeah. quick before we get out of here i i that Boomtown truck stop he's talking about is a TA. And well, no, there, there's a TA. I no Boomtown I is after the TA. Originally, wasn't it? Uh, I yes, I think back in the day that was an orange ball. And yes. that was the very first time in my entire life that I played a slot machine because I got casinos and all those truck stops out there. And that was a proper casino in that truck stop. Mm-hmm. And I walked up to this thing and I put a quarter in. And I pulled a handle. It. Um, I was out with a trainer. That was back in like the first two weeks of my career. Pulled that handle and two of these laminated silver and gold coins popped out. And I just thought it was like, I don't know. I'm not a gambler. I don't know what is what. And I just thought I'd won like a token or something like that. 
I took it up to the cash out window and they were worth 40 bucks a piece. And I stopped. Apparently that's a strange thing to do. Cause uh, my, tra- I remember my trainer, he lost his mind. He sat down at that thing. He must've dumped $400 in that doggone thing. <laughs> trying to get, trying to get trying what to I get- got. Yeah, but now I stopped. That was my eating money for the because you could eat on 80 bucks. Oh, god, yeah, back in those days, you know, that lasted me the whole rest of the week. He couldn't figure out how I was able to just walk away. It's like, well, I'm not sick in the head, you know. I did anyway, not then you wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) I had a ways to go. Uh, I did the same thing in Deadwood, but I got $2,300 and I said, vacation's paid for, we're leaving, and we did so, yeah. You gotta know. You gotta know when to hold them. Yeah. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. away. And not to know when to run. run. Yeah. You never count your money. And boys and girls, this is why we're out now. So have a. (laughs) All right. Thanks a lot for the email, Michael. And if you want to email the show, and I wish you would, uh, it's show at three ftpodcast.org. There's a link on the website that will just work out all the magic for you um we're on all the socials if you would please like and subscribe on the youtube page uh yeah but anyway that's all i got for this week what do you what about you guys we're good all right uh don't forget mid-america truck show ah uh, yeah mid-america uh, you know gonna, it's not i still we're gonna plug it yet but well, we're gonna plug it every time though yeah, we still haven't well, got my acceptance email but we have applied and it might be no you guys yeah, cannot we, yeah they may just hang us out today so you guys are now I, I just hope if they go looking at our show that they judge us based on the last 10 15 episodes and not those first <laughs> not those first, first couple not on the original content <laughs> <laughs> for uh a number of what, reasons i hope they look at show 13 oh where we made fun of the hillbillies yeah um, yeah 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 we make fun of everybody i think show 16 when you played made fun of the zippers because nobody's got any brains zippers okay zipper traffic folks Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a fortnight. Until then, I've been Bill. And Dave. And Steve. Thanks for stopping by. Have a wonderful week. Have a good one, folks.